3: Charlie Watts on drums, maybe his best drumming. Other people may have other opinions. I would rather listen to this than talk about the absolute and total shite we have to talk about. I'm
1: with you. Sorry, I'm laughing. I just, I was thinking about when we first met. Concerts in any exotic locale. <laughs> that yeah, was one of my I cool s- stories that I used to, impress, Go ahead, I'll to impress, some time. impress Tom when we first met. Is that I saw the Rolling Stones in Belgrade in like probably 2007, I want to guess, maybe? Something like that. Around that time. Anyway, uh, yeah, so that makes me really cool, I think. I'm more of a painted black girl, although I do like that song a lot. It's also a good song.
3: Okay. No problem with that. So I don't want to play... Well, I didn't want to play... I don't want to sit through an intro full of Jensaki and Biden.
1: I understand that. I'm a little sick of talking about them, and I feel nauseous.
3: So what we have is this, is that today they just officially and finally and totally once again resolved... To out of nowhere, out of the necessity of nowhere, uh, is something that was not planned last week, last month, last year by Biden, etc. Uh, we were going to have a force at least around an embassy left in Afghanistan. Yeah, or we originally, we have like a,
1: 650 troops, so they have all sorts embassy. of stuff
3: happening, etc. Well, for since Biden, since they effed up all across the board and didn't see that they taking, um, crucial parts of the military strategy of the afghan army away was going to be something catastrophic for some reason they didn't see that or or to care to do anything about it uh the taliban of course swept in way ahead of schedule way ahead of schedule days months ahead of schedule and as you know whatever and so now biden looked terrible doing it so they've resolved to pretend that they didn't cause or miss this historic f-up which they did of course and so now they've decided to parlay their total fumbling for of the um, disembarkation of Afghanistan by American troops and their allies. They've decided to parlay it into a supposed deliberative mission that is historic in its competence and size and scale, etc. Mm-hmm. But what we've really done now with quite amount of lead time is facilitate a massacre, and um, or, and that's what we've done right now. And so, if people want to talk about, um, and it, it's 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 incredible because you've got people like you watch Jen Saki and you say, "Wow, you you know you had a choice to make here today," and you can convince yourself if you convince yourself that girls are boys anyway and boys are girls anyway, and uh, uh, that that you know the climate is going to have. Uh, you know, Idaho being a coastal state in a few years, then it doesn't take much. You have to convince yourself. And that's, it's an easy way to rationalize and flip over and turn the channel emotionally when you realize what you're doing. Needlessly, needlessly have created an issue where there didn't need to be one. So needlessly have been. So this is an unforced error completely. It's not even an unforced error. It's just in in order to uh, to make sure that you can massage and message a foreign policy f up, which this this was. Uh, yeah. Getting there.
1: But like you've said before, this is a foreign policy f up that's still going on. This isn't the point of this. Isn't how they spin to get out of it, which seems to be what they think. They need to. Still be working on trying to fix this.
3: Oh yes, but, but no, they've launched a different. They've launched yeah. a different mission, a global mission, which is to abandon the area, put themselves in the back for an incredible airlift, and sacrifice uh, thousands, maybe even millions of people. I mean, thirty-eight million people in Afghanistan sacrifice them to these monsters for um for no reason just to not take one a bit of a political hit because the uh, calcified moron has been in the Senate 50 years and lives and breathes Washington politics and his mind is eroded and there's nobody else there who's able to get out of the cynical beltway cycles of thought so yeah we're we're essentially we might as well we might as well Um, and so, and so that's what we've done. We we are we might as well uh, attack Chile. Might yeah. as well just have a, have a an operation Overlord, a a a, a, an, a maritime force, uh, make a landing on the country of Chile. Doesn't matter. It's the same thing. Might as well. It's out of nowhere. There's nothing to this.
1: It's a totally insane circumstance and what they're trying to say right now where they're going like, oh, in fact, this is like the most incredible airlift operation that's ever been pulled off. We're doing an amazing job. This is great. And they're leaving and I keep thinking it's like they think that the political hit is because like the focus is on this and so I I almost think that they decided to abide by the Taliban's deadline and pull the troops out because I think their thought process is like the sooner we just pull out and get this over with and get everybody's eyes off what's happening here, the better for us. Because people will just forget it and move on to the next thing. And they're thinking that with total lack of foresight into what's going to happen there once we leave. And the people there still have iPhones and still have Twitter and are still going to be explaining what's happening to them under the Taliban, which isn't going to be anything good.
3: Right. No. And they're going to be cynical and disgraceful and say it was always going to be like this. It was always going to be like this. And they'll have some people saying that I've, I've heard because even Democrats in the media now are saying, what are you doing? What is going on? I've heard people saying oh, Democrats suddenly. I mean, sorry, the media suddenly acting like the RNC. No, they're just asking questions. We're feeding people to die here. That's what's happening. This is unbelievable that so many minds are so mm-hmm. cajoled so easily.
1: So the estimates I'm hearing, they initially were saying somewhere between eleven and 15,000 American citizens left in the country. And they've gotten out about 4,000. And they're winding down. Multiple places are now reporting. Politico is reporting that they're hearing multiple sources saying that the Taliban is no longer letting even American citizens go to the airport. So... This is it. We're winding down. There's less than a week left. Jensaki today confirmed that we've already started to pull troops out. It's going to be before the 31st because by the 31st, it's done. We're not going to have one American soldier left in the country. And finito. That's it. Right. So, well,
3: uh, yeah. yeah. So, so, the- that's,
1: so we're already done now taking people out. They're only taking now. The only people left that they're taking out at all are American citizens, but it, like I said, there's reports that even American citizens aren't able to get to the airport and 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 there's that's it that's all we're doing, so like I said, four thousand out so somewhere between like. Seven and eleven thousand Americans are still in the country. Right. This is American I mean, citizens. We're not even talking about the Afghan translators and stuff that we should also obviously be getting out. But uh,
3: what we said was going. We're going to be able to get it get out. We've lied to all of these people now. We've lied to everybody. And it, from what I was just reading, it it, sh- it looks like um, we essentially we've got seventy two hours to get everybody else out, and then and then that's it. They can't. They're they're moving logistically, just moving off.
1: So. This, I mean, like, I feel nauseous because obviously we've known for, like, a week that they're going to leave people there. But I just, like, kept thinking. And there have been huge heroic efforts by private citizens, uh, non-governmental organizations, that are congressmen stepping up, pulling people out. I mean, like, everybody who cares is doing all this stuff to try and get people out on the side as the United States government fails to step up. But... We're still going to leave a lot of people there, and I just, like, I just honestly can't believe that it's come to this, that we're just going to leave a bunch of American citizens in a country, and the administration's already spinning, like, well, we got all the people who wanted to come, and she was, like talking to the press like they're saying we're still hearing from people who aren't able to get out and she's going well then you should give them uh give give us their numbers because um we're not hearing that like we'll get them out if they if you give us their numbers then uh because we don't nobody's abandoned it's not even happening everybody who wants to get out can get out it's fine and she's even saying like oh we're gonna keep processing these sivs we're going to keep processing these visas later. People will be able to leave later. Yeah, sure, they'll be able to leave later, Jen. Okay, sure. Who's going to make them? You and what army, since you pulled out the United States? Right. It just makes no sense.
3: Right. Uh, and so, so what's probably going to happen, happen is you're going to have a huge lights and buzzers filled um, victory, September 11th victory celebration in in, El, uh, El Salvador, in Afghanistan, probably reluctantly starring a um, bunch of Americans, prisoners, and other people. And we'll see what happens. But this is, we have, we have if, and there's no reason for it. it the, the administration's saying, no, because we are, we can't get back in there and do another war. We've already got 7,000 people back in now. Um, well, yeah, and so what's probably going to happen in, you now is you've got them in now, and then the massacre happens, and then we go back in. I mean, this is th- there is no precedent for this being the right thing to do. Abandon everybody, let them all get massacred, and we'll let bygones be bygones. You know, this is
1: hopefully the Taliban's nice now. Yeah, that's all. That's what we're going to depend on. That's what we're they doing. have
3: been blitzkrieging across the country, cutting off heads, torturing and killing people. And showing them uh, that, hey, by the way, if you don't want this to happen to you, then throw your guns away. We're coming to the next province next. And spread the word. And this-
1: then our government's like, well, nowadays we have social media, so we're all going to be able to see what the Taliban's doing. And it's like, well, yeah, that's what they want. Obviously they want us right. to Right, and then see what are you going to do? You-
3: we what are you it. gonna do? You we're opposed- gonna do
1: nothing. We're gonna do nothing. It's insane. I've and never- then they're gonna have
3: to. You're gonna have a big part of the country that's gonna have to convince themselves that it was the right thing to do to take this optional adventure of allowing thousands of people to get massacred because no reason.
1: Well, and the Biden administration is acting like. This was always completely baked in, and obviously everybody knew it was baked in. Everybody wants to leave Afghanistan. It was always going to be like this, and everybody still wanted to leave, so obviously this is what the American people wanted to happen. Like, no, it doesn't work like that. There's a reason why his approval rating has fallen like 20 points. There is no
3: week. place at ever in history at all, anywhere at all, at all, at all, where this it makes any sense. This is either done out of severe, severe, uh, t- severe strain of cynical darkness, where it's like effort. It, we can get over it. Or it's a detached, insane decision made by an insane person. And somebody's going to have to reckon with this at some point. This is n- no good. Well, this, is not big, believe- this is not the end of anything. We leave and they all get massacred, it's not the end of anything.
1: Right. That's what I don't get is it's like, well, we the American people want to be out of Afghanistan. Well, on what planet is this a recipe for getting out of Afghanistan? This is a right. recipe for having to go back into Afghanistan.
3: Of course. Because
1: it is. we're leaving a bunch of vulnerable Americans there with nothing to protect them. It just I mean Well, not only
3: that, but we're also leaving Al Qaeda back in Afghanistan. Like, and
1: ISIS K he- that were like I mean it's just incredible And then Biden goes out there today He's five hours Late to his own Press briefing like which we're all Just supposed to pretend is totally Fine and normal that they can't Find the president for five hours or Whatever like it's bizarre He's five hours late He reads off a teleprompter About the infrastructure bill And then like mentions Afghanistan at the end And walks out of the room I mean, I I don't see how he doesn't get impeached at this point. Like, I don't see how the Democrats can even be stupid. Catherine Clark was on CNN today talking about the infrastructure bill and how we're building back better. I mean, like, do they really think this is just gonna disappear? Can you imagine that? Can you imagine
3: infrastructure bill? We're moving on.
1: Yeah, build back better, guys. We're gonna build now. Like, this is our campaign promise. The House passed the three and a half trillion dollar infrastructure bill, which would be dumb enough just to start with. But the fact that they're doing it as though there aren't a bunch of Americans about to be killed in Afghanistan because the president is a senile moron. And, I mean, I, I can't believe this is happening this way and they're acting like this. I mean, correct me if I'm wrong. I was not alive during the Iranian hostage crisis, mm-hmm. but President Carter acted like he knew there was problem with the iranians holding a bunch of american hostages yes
3: right? he, it was impossible to get away from
1: so he didn't just pretend like that was fine and he'd done a great job with you no know, but he also when didn't he were...
3: give the hostage over to the iranians you well, know right this is us giving them over and saying infrastructure build back better
1: but <laughs> yeah because that's what boggles my mind is there they're leaving a bunch of Americans there and then they're turning around and going to us like, wow, we did a great job with that. That was great. Now it's time to pass the infrastructure bill. And we're like, wait, but you're, the Taliban is now running a whole country and our allies hate us. He had a call with the G7 today where, I mean, the Guardian said... Give me one moment, please. Okay. Clouds and I said the rain from Boston, but looked at me I felt the sun.
3: Thank you, Jane. Go ahead, Elsa.
1: The Guardian described the G7 meeting, the call that Biden was on today with all our European allies, as Biden pouring salt into the wounds of our relations with Europe. As the president pretends <laughs> everything's fine, and they maybe that
3: it. means something different in Europe.
1: <laughs> and, and there's a bunch of people on Twitter going like, "Usually, I like the Guardian. I can't believe they're doing this negative coverage of Biden. Like, is everyone delusional? Like, you think the media that's been, you know, just in love with Biden, just slobbering all over him for months and months and months, is behaving this way?" because they're just they just randomly all of a sudden decided to be completely unfair and mean to him for no reason whatsoever. No, because this is so so obviously terrible that they can't even pretend. They can't even pretend, they can't even fake it to put out some spin on it to pretend like it's okay and normal. Here's the Guardian article. In the end, it took only seven minutes for Joe Biden to pour salt into the wounds of his fractured relationship (laughs) with European leaders, telling them firmly on a video call that he would not extend the 31 August deadline for U.S. troops to stay in Kabul, as he had been asked by the French, Italians, and most of all the British. The rebuff follows Biden's earlier decision in July to insist on the August deadline previously set in 2020 by Donald Trump for withdrawal, a decision the U.S. president relayed to his EU colleagues as a fait accompli. For Europe, the episode has been a rude awakening and a moment of sober reassessment. Biden had said his foreign policy would only be as strong as his system of alliances. The true shield of the republic and Europe would be at the heart of that system. The European Council president told Biden, America is back, and we are glad that you are back. (laughs) European hopes that Biden might acknowledge the damage done by his handling of the Afghan withdrawal by at least accepting the U.S. troops may stay a day or two beyond the August 31 deadline have for the moment... Been dashed. I mean, uh, how they can spin this into a thing, it's it's incredible. Everything it just goes to show you that everything liberals do is always projection. Everything they said bad about Trump that Trump would do,
2: mm-hmm.
1: Biden's literally just done. The world will hate us. What about Donald women and Trump's girls? Account. Yeah. No, but everything is projection. It's all projection. They're the ones who don't care about women and girls. They're the mm. ones who don't care about our allies. They're the ones who like all the things they complain about Trump being. Uh, Biden is and worse. It's it's okay. astonishing. It's, yes, what's it's going a from on right now. from
3: it's it's from it's a homemade organic. Didn't have to be, um, foreign policy, disastrous move with pre-planning plenty of time to change their mind not doing it because they're being obstinate because they're cynical and bad people and there's going to be a lot of murders and and, uh, a huge massacre and lives that had a chance to prosper are going to be snuffed out now and that's thanks to uh, Joe Biden and his cynical people around him and the fools who voted for him who never bothered to learn a goddamn thing about him okay let's move on let's move on by the way, I just want to say a footnote. Mm-hmm. The Taliban gave a press conference today, and I actually wish I had watched it because I have more. They, to me, have more credibility in their press conferences than the American government does.
1: Mm-hmm. Did they take questions? Of course. <laughs> Biden, again, did not take questions. Everybody, there's no answers to his
3: questions. How could he? If it takes you five hours to get him up there, (laughs) then you've been hashing it out and said there's nothing we can't defend anything we're doing here. All we can do is try to shove more words into the news cycle and hope the true believers will, uh, will uh, you know, take those and make that the news. That's all they have.
1: Yeah. I mean, he's his approval rating is now underwater across all the different averages and stuff. And, you know, they have him, like, in the 40s. I can't even believe that it's even in the 40s. But,
3: Alice, he has so much empathy. Remember?
1: Mm-hmm.
3: So much empathy. Yeah. Of course, the jerk from New York City didn't push people into a massacre, but he's mean there you go that's all it took that's all it took I vote for the person congratulations moron uh, you're culpable in the massacre okay if you voted for the person god alright okay Goody happy getting happy getting happy it's fine why don't you need a palate cleanse before I get to uh before I get to the next thing okay here we go here we go, disjointed uh, medley. Here we go. Nice. Charlie Watts. Okay, Alice, in psycho news, <laughs> we're going to go to the governor of a little place that I like it to call. Are you ready for this? Mm-hmm. that I like to call... I, I'm not going to play... I've got all this stuff that t- talks about citizens being stuck, Americans being stuck in Afghanistan, and who' are about to die. It's fine. I'm not going to play it. I can't do it anymore today. Um, I like to call uh, Governor Brown, a Democrat of Oregon, has made a new decree. She's got octagonal fun glasses that are red and a fun suit and very parted, waspy librarianish hair, which tells me I know she's a Psycho.
1: Today, I'm announcing that effective Friday, August 27th,
2: masks will be required in all public outdoor settings where physical distancing is not possible, regardless of vaccination status. Masks have proven to be effective at reducing transmission and are a necessary...
3: They're not proven to be effective at reducing transmission. They're not proven to be effective at reducing transmission. They're not proven to be effective at reducing transmission. They're not. They're They're thought to be effective... Mm -hmm they seem like they should be effective they're not proven to be effective at reducing transmission we have not noticed a transmission making his way across the room stop dead in its tracks by a mask what mask doesn't matter what mask Fauci said today doesn't matter just put on any mask said Fauci today
1: was this before or after he told no. us that if we get enough people vaccinated we might be able yes. to go back to normal by possibly next, next, next year spring.
3: possibly it's looking probably like 2023 sure right now
2: even in some outdoor settings, to help us fight COVID and to protect one another.
3: She's a psycho. She should be incarcerated where psychos are used to be well, incarcerated. Well, now I'm
1: nervous. Wherever that was. RC but here, Don, here's Fauci, okay.
3: by the way. We've heard all these people, including a, a bunch of Fauci's colleagues, saying, remember the N95 masks is the one to get, but don't take it because we need them in the healthcare industry. And remember the, the little uh, surgical mask don't do anything. It doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. We debated the... CDC's changing
2: guidance on masks over the last 18 months. What is your view, Dr. Fauci, right now on masks in light of the Delta variant? Are surgical masks good enough, or should everyone be wearing now N95s, KN95s in indoor venues? You know, Matey, instead of worrying about what kind of mask, just wear a mask.
3: Yeah, just wear them. Well, doesn't one give you a degree of protection more than another one? mm -hmm. It doesn't matter. Just wear it. Just wear a mask, says the the health bureaucrat, mm-hmm. who's telling you, shut up, just wear a mask. Just wear a mask. The psycho in uh, the governor of Oregon says, just put a mask on. That's uh, Elected governors aren't allowed to tell you as part of government, aren't allowed to order you to put stuff on. That's not yeah. a thing. It's not a thing. But since it is now been made a thing that they can do it's the first thing they'll always do
1: yeah and i'm nervous now because we also live in a psychotic state and i mean so there are masks mandated in schools again this year but i'm nervous because i signed the kids up for soccer thinking that we had finally established the science that nobody gets covid outside and that youth sports would be back to normal I'm hoping they stay back to normal I'm telling you right now I'm not sending my kids to soccer in a mask so they will go to soccer and they will not be wearing a mask and I'll let the coaches know that if they want to tell my kid that they can't play that they're welcome to be the bearer of bad news but I'm going to continue bringing them with no mask on because I'm sick of this stupid BS like yeah. um, it's absolutely we're being run by the dumbest people and I, I uh, <clears throat> and the, the COVID rules I mean an outdoor mask mandate I thought we were past this lunacy But anyway uh, I'd like you to travel back in time With me a little bit Come on um, Because you need me um, I'd like you to travel back in time With me a little bit Because I, uh, I happened across this article today From InStyle When Dr. Fauci was uh, featured in InStyle Last year And um, they asked him, actually. I gave Anson my phone a few minutes ago. So you'll have to go ask Anson. Or James can put on a Paw Patrol thing for you on the TV downstairs. James, put on a Paw Patrol for Sarah. Because I don't have my phone. Because I don't have. Yeah, you can go on YouTube down there. James, just keep an eye on what he's watching. James has a question,
3: mommy. Yes. I'm not going on the TV.
1: I don't think he broke the TV. It did not turn off.
3: Okay, we'll, we'll okay. look at it when we get done.
1: Okay, well, yeah. then...
3: Supposedly, it, it, one of the kids broke the TV. Did he throw something into the what TV? What
1: about the other TV? We have two TVs. Can you set Sarah up on the other TV then? Yeah. Thank you. Okay.
2: Sarah, are there flights to so Afghanistan
1: currently? <laughs> see what we go through to bring you guys the show every day. Do you see yeah, the up, the, the, even the, most, the most things
3: we go through, they don't, shouldn't have to put up with this, the listeners.
1: Some people seem to like it. They don't so. like it. OK, well, anyway, anyway, um, where was I? Oh, yes. InStyle. Dr. Fauci in InStyle. He was asked by InStyle. This is in um, July of last year, June or July of last year. They said it's been reminded us by the White House that you advised against people wearing masks in public. And of course, that was due to the surge because the concern was about saving PPE for medical professionals. Do you regret that comment? I love that it's like, even just by mid-last year, it was acknowledged that he just lied to save PPE for medical professionals. But totally fine. Do you regret that comment, Dr. Fauci? He says, no, I don't regret anything I said then. Because in the context of the time in which I said it, it was correct. We were told in our task force meeting we had a problem with the lack of PPEs. Uh, So in the context of... Uh, when we were not strongly recommended it, it was the correct thing. But our knowledge changed and our realization of the state of the outbreak changed.
3: Yeah, but that's not what he said. He said at the time that... They don't work. They don't work and you can get all mucusy and et cetera, et cetera. He didn't say... No, it it may have Mm -hmm. been... His lie may have been justified, but it was not correct.
1: Yeah, and I think that it's really... I read an interesting um, sort of assessment where somebody was saying, and this was actually like a liberal saying this on Twitter, essentially like that all these public health messengers have decided that their job is not to just give people the information and let them make a decision, but they've decided that their job is to try and give people tell people the thing that will nudge them to do the thing like we're hearing about carrots and sticks and this and that incentives and incentivizing this and that and like we we don't want to say this because then people will think that they don't have to get a vaccine or whatever and that they called it uh government by pickup artists that everything's like trying to nudge you and mm-hmm. manipulate you into doing the right thing and they were like this is so ineffective and counterproductive because people sense the manipulation Oh, totally. and then they don't do anything that you tell them to do and you totally degrade your credibility and this person was lamenting that because they want people to listen to public health officials and they are frustrated by the fact that they've completely eroded their own credibility so uh, there's just one more gem from this style interview that I'll leave you with where they asked him um, they asked him how long he sees himself at the NIAID and he said I don't see any termination within the near future because I judge my career by my energy and my effectiveness and right now with all due modesty I think I'm pretty effective I certainly am energetic and I think everybody thinks I'm doing more than an outstanding job (laughs) so that's more than a year ago and people still have this guy on people still have him on everybody thinks I'm doing more than an outstanding job would you say that that's accurate (laughs) does everybody think he's doing more than an outstanding job let me
3: go to somebody who's much more sane than these people this is a chick on Alice uh, chick on Alice uh, Alice on chick uh, on TikTok, uh, who's, um, she's, uh, salty. I
0: am aromantic. Wait, but I'm also Right here. I can't. My daughter just called and her boyfriend has tested positive. He's the only person in his work that's wearing a mask. Out of, you know, 300 people. And now my daughter, who's 29 weeks pregnant, is at risk. And, uh... I hate every single f***ing one of you who refuses to wear a f***ing mask to protect others. I f***ing hope this virus finds you. I hope it finds you, and I hope it f***ing destroys you. Because the people that are trying to do their part in this are getting sick because of you stupid, ignorant, f***ing morons. So,
1: please get vaccinated. Well, with a pitch like that, I don't know who... I don't think she's... She's means. very just
3: stock-and-trade progressive. She's There's nothing radical about her. She's,
1: yeah, just, no. she's
3: as angry as most progressives are. They're very, very angry people. Mm-hmm. She's found a cause. She's found a way to cast somebody as the bad person. She's found a fake conflict, mask or not mask. Her life has meaning now. She can feel like she's important. Mm-hmm. And she's a moron. So
1: there you go. Yeah, I... I'm confused where people think this is going because like it's obvious now that I mean it should be obvious to most people that this pandemic isn't going to like end the way the swine flu epidemic ended where then it was over and then it went away and we went back to normal because I'm just wondering like for th- for the people that you know Think that, well, if people just masked a little bit more and if people just got vaccinated a little bit more and if people just stayed home a little bit more, then we could go back to normal. Then, you know, for those people, at what point, I mean, is there any point for you at which you're going to say, like, this is just going to be our lives now and we're going to have to make a decision about getting back to normal? regardless or like how many years are they going to go on we're still in the middle of a deadly pandemic how many more years can they keep that up you know like because we started it was just two weeks you know we started and it was you know just yeah there were people who couldn't believe it that we weren't going back to normal school last year you know and the idea that we're again not going back to normal school we're mandating masks for kids in school now going back to school this year. Like, is there any point at which we'll say, you know, everybody can get vaccinated if they want to, and we're just going to have normal school again, even if we're still, quote, in the middle of a deadly pandemic? Like, when are they going to admit, look at Australia and New Zealand that did everything right, and they're locked back down again. Are
3: they in Australia?
1: I mean, they're, I mean, I'm not saying I'm not. B.
3: Alice was taken out and shot. He He is dead, okay? he was not. They are, yes. They only
1: shot the dogs so far, but, I mean, I assume they're going to start shooting people next. It's just, it's so insane to me. Like, I I don't, that's why I just, like, wonder, where's people's internal line? Like, are you really just going to wear masks and do this forever? Like, they're saying there's going to be a COVID-22 now. Like, I, I can't, this is so... Ridiculous. I just can't Like wrap my mind around it It, You know Get a vaccine if you want And then go back to normal Because once you Have taken the vaccine you've dramatically Reduced your risk of serious illness And Or if you don't believe that And you haven't taken a vaccine then fine You've decided to Assess your risks differently than I did But you know And then we're just going to both go about our lives I don't I don't understand this group of people that is going to continue to demand that everybody around them wear masks and not see anybody and everything else indefinitely, forever.
3: Yeah, until well, no one
1: else ever well, dies well, again anymore. I
3: think there, there, we've seen now that there are a bunch of people who need the, that emotional connection. There's a, it's a certain caressing of, uh,
2: of I mean, something did you emotionally. See the
1: story that in Australia there's babies that normally would be airlifted to sydney mm-hmm. to deal with their heart condition but they couldn't do it because of the covid restrictions they couldn't airlift the babies with the heart condition to sydney for the special operation and so they died like i don't it it just makes no sense i w-
3: what's next i mean really i mean so maybe that's where this idea is human sacrifice came in that we're just coming to fruition to in afghanistan By the way, bad news for you, Alice. Um, Governor Cuomo lost his Emmy. Oh, no. Yeah, unfortunately. He lost it for uh, grabbing uh, female staffers. He didn't lose it for cooking the COVID books, of course, which is what the Emmy was for. killing senior citizens. (laughs) I mean... Uh, Just give me... You know what? Just put the oak tree on ice. Give me the idiot Kamala Harris. Let's just have the nuclear holocaust and just end this earth. I'm fine.
1: Well, so there was some drama with Kamala, too. Did you hear about this?
3: I'm sick of the embassy ear-thumping <laughs> thing. Just don't be... You don't believe be fine. in the Havana no. syndrome? Have your be fine. Suck it up.
1: Well, I think it's pretty worrisome if the Chinese have some, like, super weapon that's vibrating people to death or something, whatever we're talking about. I hope it gets me. I don't me. know. Kamala had to delay a part of her Southeast Asia trip because somebody got one of these mysterious illnesses in uh, Hanoi where she was supposed to go that we don't know where it comes from, but it's probably, like, the Chinese or whatever, but... Anyway, it's been a problem for a few years now that a bunch of our diplomats and stuff are dying of this weird syndrome. so Or just having symptoms of it or whatever. I don't know. But I have a happier story for you, honey. Um, a few days ago, the uh, Washington Post published a humor piece by a, a humor writer called Gene Weingarten. Have you heard of Gene Weingarten? No. I hadn't either. Um, so... He wrote a humorous piece for the Washington Post about foods that he doesn't like. It's called, You Can't Make Me Eat These Foods. Mm-hmm. And uh, one of the things that he won't eat is Indian food. And the piece reads in part, as i well as, the Indian subcontinent has vastly enriched the world, giving us chess, buttons, the mathematical concept of zero, shampoo, modern-day nonviolent political resistance, shoots and ladders, the Fibonacci sequence, rock candy, cataract surgery, cashmere USB ports, and the only ethnic cuisine in the world insanely based entirely on one spice. If you like Indian curries, yay, you like Indian food. If you think Indian curries taste like something you could that could knock a vulture off a meat wagon, you do not like Indian food.
3: He's right about that.
1: Um, so he does not like Indian food. You'll gather. He says he doesn't get it as a culinary principle. <laughs> it is so, as though the French passed a law requiring every dish to be slathered in smashed, pureed snails. I'd personally have no problem with that, but you might, and I would sympathize. Unfortunately, uh, he wrote this piece in 2021 and not uh, 2001, mm-hmm. when it would have been found humorous, and it, he has now apologized. Padma Lakshmi called him out for it. She said, oh what God, really? in the white nonsense is this? She wrote, is this really the type of colonizer hot take the Washington Post wants what an to able publish she in is. 2021? What
3: ju- I know nothing about her other than they were mean to her in Boston, but now I think she's a jerk. She was bullied in Boston. Now she's a bully. You people on the left effing suck. I'm sick. of God, you people suck. Humorless bully Mm -hmm. a-hole. So
1: yesterday, he initially went to a famous Indian restaurant and said, took a lot of blowback for my dislike of Indian food. So tonight I went to uh, Rasika, D.C.'s best Indian restaurant. Food was beautifully prepared, yet still swimming with the herbs and spices I most despise. I take nothing back. However, Monday, the Washington Post... Updated the column.
0: Mm, A previous
1: so. version of this article incorrectly stated that Indian cuisine is based on one spice. <laughs> Thank goodness they issued a correction to that, because we would think that... uh, No, Uh, no anybody who knows
3: anything about Indian food knows that curry, you know, barely plays into it whatsoever.
1: And that Indian food is made up only of curries, types of stews. In fact, India's vastly diverse cuisines use many spice blends and include many other types of dishes. The article has been corrected. Garden also tweeted an apology, saying he did not mean to be insulting. However... People were less than impressed by his defensive approach. People were not only annoyed by his ignorance or lack of research, but they said his take is racist. (sighs) So, uh, yeah, Mina Harris, Kamala Harris's niece tweeted, even Columbus knew there was more than one spice. Mindy Kaling said,
3: I'm joining uh, the (laughs) Taliban, Alice. I am out of here. It's been fun. It's been a good ride. I'm joining the Taliban.
1: Mindy Kaling said, you don't like a cuisine? Fine. But it's so weird to feel defiantly proud of not liking a cuisine. You can quietly not like something, too.
3: You can't loudly not like a food. No. That means something bad about you. You can't loudly not like it. These people suck. These people suck. And these people suck. That's fine. Alice, you want to listen to a news package about a missing painting? I think I'd like to right now.
1: Members of a Stanford church and social club are trying to figure out what's happened to a six-foot painting that's more than just a decoration. Our Suzanne Goldklang is outside Sacred Heart where the painting was last seen. Suzanne?
0: Good evening. You know, the Madonna de Caneto is no stranger to traveler, Members of the Sete Fratese Social Club used to hang her in their houses and even take her to large outdoor masses in upstate New York. But now she's gone missing from her most recent home.
3: It's missing. Different people had her in different houses. It was in an attic. The painting's missing. Anybody seen it near Stanford, Connecticut? There's a painting missing. Looking Craigslist free (laughs) free stuff. I assume it's somewhere around there somewhere. On the good side, Alice, uh, I did manage to, because the weather people in Connecticut got yelled at so badly, Mm-hmm. because the tornado or so the hurricane wasn't as bad as it should have been. I found other examples of weather people losing their bleep on the air and some of these are just fantastic, including this uh, lady, young lady from Milwaukee doing a weather stand up out in the When news people really say what they want I say I love it.
2: I have been here since what, 3:30 this morning. Yeah. And it is now I don't even know what time it is. 9:45. I'm exhausted. I've run out of things to say. It is <laughs> snowing and it sucks here. <laughs>
3: here here yes love it that's absolutely true here's one uh Chad Myers this is during Katrina actually the the woman Castellano or whatever wouldn't leave the dude alone
2: in a little bit filled in with some air that is lower pressure but Chad, Camille Chad, but ca- let me trans- talk Carol
0: translate that for us I don't know what that means what does that mean well, if you
2: would let me talk Camille Camille was 908.
3: Here's, um, here's another good one. Here's Gary Frank. He does the, the weather in Michigan. He's sick of his colleagues. Whenever he does the weather and it says like, the weather's going to be bad, his colleagues are like, oh, Gary, we wanted to go out. So he's had enough of it. Outside, I think really? it's going to be a fine. Good.
2: You know, mm-hmm. yeah, it'll be fine. All right, Could well, be worse. Yeah. Like Has been worse. Well, because you guys are dragging me down. You guys oh, keep. No. Well, every time I get done with the seven day, you guys are like, oh. Gosh! Ugh. Every time. Doesn't matter what time I come on. 430, 530, 630, and then you expect me to be chipper for five straight hours. It's miserable. Well, what are you to I want you do? guys to say, wow, that's great news. It's gonna be 60 on Friday. Yeah, I well, I mean what do you want me to do? lie to you, I'll put 70 every day next time. <laughs> <laughs> God. Thank you for your commission. Thank you. Mr. Davis appreciates it. He knows when to bundle up. Yep. Here's some wind. Here's some temperature. 20s. Feels like 19 or feels like 70. I don't know. 47, partly cloudy. Southwest breeze, 10 to 15. Here's a 60. I don't know if that's good enough for you guys. Get excited. Maybe I'll disappoint you with the seven day here in a few minutes.
3: I like him very much. It makes me feel happier. Want more of that guy? More of that guy? It's fine.
1: Oh, the poor weather people. Can't live with them. Can't live without them. Right, honey?
3: <laughs> you ever heard of Itzhak Perlman? Um, that sounds
1: familiar.
3: He's a violinist. He's okay. good. Take us out, Allie B.
1: Um, I was going to ask you if you got Busta Rhymes, speaking of great musicians. I'm
3: not, I can't. <laughs> I like him very much. We'll play it tomorrow.
1: <laughs> okay. Uh, thank you so much, everybody. Hopefully you're holding up during this crazy week as we are. Um, you can find us on Twitter at Burn Barrel Pod, Facebook.com slash Burn Barrel Podcast. You're also at Podcast.com on YouTube, on Rumble, on Gab and Parler. Uh, you can shoot us an email if you want to. That's podcast at gmail.com. And we'll be back again tomorrow.